You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. And my voice cracked a little bit right there right, for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Daniel. Yeah. It's been it's been uh, quite a bit. Since, um... But we have a lot to talk about. It's just uh, we we both just had life, life happening, and and busyness, and all kinds of stuff. And you were at like five different cons. Okay, two different cons. You went to one of them, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to. Let's. I definitely want to talk about uh, amazing Las Vegas Comic Con, which we went to. Uh, then I got the opportunity to go to San Diego Comic Con, and definitely want to talk about that. We want to talk about some of the news that we came out of there. So that's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, and definitely some trailers that came out of there. I didn't get to make it to the any of the CW show, like superhero show uh, panels though. What uh what panels did you attend this year? Uh, I went to I went to the Predator panel. I went to the Warner Brothers panel. I went to uh I went to I went to some actual comic book panels, which was awesome. I went to the I went to a few DC Comics panels. I went to one Marvel pa- comics panel. Um. I mean, the big news that there was no Marvel Studios panel this year. Right, there wasn't this Right. Year. Uh, but I did go to Iron Fist, the Iron Fist Season 2 panel, which... Okay, so, you know, I know everybody does not like Iron Fist Season 1. It's just <gasps> it's just a big thing, and I, I, can get, I get it. It wasn't great. I, I think towards the end it got a lot better, but it still wasn't great. But I'll tell you this. What the stuff they showed us for Season 2 looks pretty amazing. Uh, there was a you know they they changed showrunners. Uh, you definitely had Finn Jones like able to be like rehearse as Danny Rand for a lot longer this time. They didn't rush. Hopefully they didn't rush the season. But so it's no longer Yoga Fist. It's no more. Hopefully not Yoga. I mean, what we saw there was definitely a lot of martial arts. So awesome. So it's it, it, I I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, yeah. But let's let's uh let's let's talk about. Las Vegas Comic Con first, or I'm sorry, Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. What were uh, some of your highlights for Amazing Las Vegas? Uh, amazing Las Vegas. So, you know, seeing that um, Deadpool two panel was pretty amazing. Uh, you had a lot of fun. yeah, you had uh, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, we had Rob Liefeld. You had um, Brianna. Brianna Hildebrand. Yes, and uh, the martial artist guy who played Shatterstar. I know his name. It is... Damn, I don't know why I can't remember it. Uh, uh, he is a, a uh, weapons enthusiast. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, too, and I don't know why I can't... I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. That, that completely sucks. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a great panel. Like, they, you know, it's it was kind of a fluff piece. You know, they're just there to say, hey... And, we made a thing and you guys all liked it, but you know, they, they were able to get them to talk. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you don't really, you know, you can't really get any like extra information out of anybody, but Rob Liefeld, man, what a ball of energy. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. He was all over the place. He, he was really all over the place. And he's the one that stressed out the whole, no, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I will literally get in trouble if I say any more than right now. Yep. But uh, I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> Uh, I also like the fact that L- Amazing Las Vegas Con- Comic Con had like the partnership with Collider, so all yeah. the big panels kind of had the had a consistency in uh, moderation, like uh, or, or yeah, or moderating. I get moderating. I should say instead of moderation, um, it was a different, usually a different member of the 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 crew that was moderating each different panel and then they had their own panels which i'm a big fan of their their youtube channel or actually i listened to their podcast version of their youtube channel so uh it was in, it was it was cool to see a lot of those guys up there um i liked one of the things i really liked about amazing las vegas comic-con is that the, f- the exhibit floor itself focused so much on actual comics like it it, it did there were so many artists so many independent printers independent comics there was uh you know just a lot of different cool people trying to get you know get their name out there you know sell their wares and stuff like that Um, what about you what was uh was a highlight from amazing las vegas comic con for you uh what i guess uh going to the overwatch panel and then uh later um, on the last day, just having the chance to uh, interview uh, Carolina Ravasa, who voices for for Sombra um, in Overwatch. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, it was great meeting her. Got an autograph as well. Um, and definitely, I mean, been to a lot of cons, but um, I really found this exhibitor hall unique. Even though I walked it every day, I felt you know like I got different something different every day. So that's something I really liked. Yeah, no, exactly, and yeah, I don't want I don't want to think that you know we didn't get some they didn't get some celebrities or names and stuff like that. Like like you said, you had Carolina Rivasa, and uh, that was great. Yeah, we did we put up that interview on our on our uh, podcast feed, and everybody that listened to it uh, got to get some great information about her. Yeah, also. Um how crazy that uh, I saw Charlie Cox at the Starbucks uh, at the convention, literally 10 feet away. I got to shake his hand um, and, and passing. That was great. Yeah, that was great. And then his panel was great too. Uh, once again, very tight lipped about what's going to be happening in daredevil season three. Uh, even stuff that we already knew that was going to happen. We like, we already knew um, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio was coming back as Kingpin. Right. But he's like, Nope, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to say a word about it. I'm not getting in trouble. Like, it was crazy. That and just the way that he mentioned that, you know, if I say something, the media that's here, they're going to twist my words and say that I said something else. He's like, so, yep, I want to stay away from that, too. Just stay away from it. Uh, but, you know, they he did offer up a lot of great information about the past seasons and stuff like that. Uh, so it was it was it was interesting to hear him talk about it all. Right, and then he also talked about his uh, previous work as well, which was awesome to mm-hmm. hear. Yeah, he, a lot of people, a lot of people were big fans of Stardust, which is great because it's a good movie. I've never seen it, but you never gotta watch it, it yeah, especially Robert De Niro a... uh, dancing around. So yeah, yeah, that was one of his stories that he had to, he, he told. So that was pretty great. Um, and then, I mean, you can't really go wrong with a convention in the middle of Las Vegas, right? Right. The, the nightlife is going to be just that that better and. And honestly, one of the biggest things about going to conventions is hotels. Well, yeah. guess what? In the middle of Las Vegas, you have your pick of hotels. You don't need to stay with the one that's 
connected to the convention center like you do with other conventions like WonderCon you definitely want one of the ones that's right next to the Anaheim uh, convention, convention center, center. Uh, Phoenix you probably you're going to want to get one of the ones that's right there next to the Phoenix convention center yeah. but Las Vegas we stayed a little bit further down the strip and guess what we had a great time yeah we ventured out and had a great time so uh, yeah if if anybody who hasn't gone to that con has the opportunity you should definitely go and do that next year they put a uh, amazing Comic Con or Comic Convention uh, crew put on a great show. They definitely did. Um, I also wanted to bring up because we talked about Collider, um, and uh, they had an unfortunate loss the week after uh, Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. John Schnepp, who does their Collider Heroes podcast and 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 show, uh, passed away. Uh, right after that, right after his uh, his um, you know being at Las Vegas Comic Con, uh, ended up uh, having a stroke and then Just no no way of recovering it recovering and his wife had to his wife and his family had to make tough decisions and and that's uh, that's an unfortunate thing for anybody to have to go through and though we don't know them personally uh, we are fans and we definitely want to say that our condolences go out definitely. Uh, but as the show goes on, do you want to? Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about that particular con? Uh, not about that con. I'm actually curious as to what uh, your highlights were for San Diego Comic Con. Oh, my highlights for San Diego Comic Con. I mean, I I've gone to Com- San Diego Comic Con. I want to say for the better part of eleven years now. Jesus and. Usually, I do spend a lot of time at the convention itself. I mean, you're paying a lot of money for those tickets. You definitely want to be there, right? Right. But this year, I decided I wasn't going to stress as much about getting in lines and waiting and trying to get into certain panels and stuff like If I got in, then I got in. If I didn't, then I didn't. But uh, I would say the most fun I had was that night when <laughs> you go you went to the different parties and stuff like that. And this was the first year that I actually got to go to the different parties. So that was a lot. That was really cool. Uh, the variety party at the Omnia. Uh, we tried to get into Zachary Levi's party at uh, the what was it called? Tin Fish or something like that. Yeah, I think that was what it's called. Did not make it there in time. But three minutes after he announced where it was at, the line was going around the block, Man. and there was no way you were gonna get in. Like they were, they were like backing up traffic because the line, like there was wow. no real, there was no real organization to getting in, and like people were just crowding the streets. So Damn. it was bad. Um, but then we also went to, we found a, a bar called the Volcanic, the Volcano Rabbit, which was really, really awesome too. So like a tequila bar. Okay, and that's where you got the uh, Guillermo del Toro Patron. Yes, the Guillermo del Toro Patron, which was $50 a shot. And How I was, was it? it? It was the smoothest going down tequila that I ever had. Damn. It was pretty great. So, And I don't usually like tequila all that much. And I was like, this is pretty good. For 50 bucks, I would assume that it would <laughs> it be good. It has to be good. Yeah. But even they were like, this is not even the most expensive tequila we have here. There's, we have a $100 shot tequila. And I was like, nah, that's, getting, that's like going a little far. I mean, $50 shot tequila is already pretty far. Right. <laughs> uh, but but then also I got to see Castle Rock, uh, which is the new show on Hulu. Uh, I know it's not particularly anything to do with our, the show that we talk about, but I was very interested in that. So I, I'm excited to see wh- what goes on with that. Uh, 
I also got to see like a couple of interesting panels that I'd never even, I'd never, I guess I had read them before, but I'd never even, I'd never been to them. So one of them was, uh, it was a, a debate show. I, I forget what they called it, but it was hosted by Aisha Tyler. Really? And, uh, or I'm sorry, moderated by Aisha Tyler. Lana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they had a whole bunch of different other, like, celebrity geeks like Joe Manganiello, Orlando Jones, um, Felicia Day, uh, oh, John Barrowman, and then, and then a couple more I can't quite think of off the top of my head. But they would give them a topic and they would say, are you for or against? You know, you have to argue it out. And then they, they, they gave out uh, these um, like paddles to the audience. And this is Ballroom 20. So there you can imagine there's about I think four thousand people in that room. Jeez. To, that hand up a that put up a, a, a either a dumb thumbs down like a pink thumbs down or a green thumbs up saying they agree or disagree with the person that made the argument, and that was it was it was hilarious. It was just so funny. It was such a it was a hilarious panel. I'm so I'm surprised I'd never been to it before. Uh, the other one was Brave Warriors panel, which was funny because I was just I was in there trying to get to the next panel because the thing about San Diego Con pretty much about any con is that you can get into the room at any time you can get into the room you can stay in there the whole time they never clear it out right right so I think after the Castle Rock panel I was I I didn't know anything about the Brave Warriors panel but I wanted to get to the next one which was uh oh the Amazon the Amazon video panel like basically all the Amazon Prime show, new shows that they were gonna be doing yeah. Uh, so the Brave Warriors panel, like I ended up sitting next to someone and I was like, do you know what this next panel is? She's a, and this lady was like, yes, yes, I do. Uh, I was like, oh, are you in here for this? Are you in here for the next thing? She's like, oh, no, I'm definitely into this. So I was like, okay, so what, what is this panel about? And she's like, very hot dudes. And I was like, <laughs> what? She's like, it's a bunch of hot dudes just talking about how they're hot. I was like, oh, okay. So then when the, you know, the, the, the panelists all came out. It was um, Stephen Moyer, who famous. Well, he's on Gifted now. He's the father, but he was most famous for being on True Blood. Um, who else was on the panel? Oh, uh, the Tom Ellis, who is on Lucifer. Uh, he was on the panel, um, and then there a few others, all sci-fi genre kind of people. And I mean, they didn't just talk about how they're hot. But it did come up a lot from the mo- the fe- the female moderator and the audience members, and then uh, they essentially kind of dug into their past and t- it's like, hey, you know, tell us about this picture. And there's like an embarrassing picture of them in college or whatever they were doing and something like that. It was a it was a really great panel. I, I actually had a really good time. So that that was a lot of fun. I also met up with a podcast that I listened to. Uh, let's re- let's rewatch is a podcast where every two weeks they put up a, a episode where the four of them have watched a movie from either one of their past or all of their past. So they're the the most recent episode, the one that I was on with them because they did a meetup and they were like, "Hey, anybody that anybody that listens to us wants to come and meet up with us at San Diego Comic Con. Well, if you watch the movie that we're going to be talking about, you can uh, talk about the movie with us." So they talked about the 1978 Superman the motion picture, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Superman the movie. I don't think the motion. I think the motion picture is the one is what you call Star Trek the motion picture. Anyways, Superman from 1978. And uh, if you have you ever watched Superman from 1978, Daniel? Very very young, so I don't very know. young. Uh, I would say that I've 
the first time I watched it was I was really young. I, I rewatched it before I went to San Diego Comic Con because I knew they were going to be talking about it. And I, I want to say this is that I do love the tone that movie has. It's definitely the Superman that you want to see on the screen. He's hopeful. He he brings uh, all the compassion, all everything you love about Superman to the screens. Christopher Reeve does. And for 1978, they really do a great job with like making you believe a man is flying. Now, other than that, it's it's very cheesy stuff. Like the dialogue's super corny. Uh, the biggest you know complaint that everybody has is that he spins the Earth backwards <laughs> uh, at the end of the movie to to reverse time. And I I want people to know that that's a misconception. He doesn't actually spin the earth backwards. He just travels so fast that he himself goes back in time. The director decided to use the, the the visual of the earth spinning backwards to indicate, hey, this is what's happening. So it's just it's Richard Donner's mistake, what he did. Anyways, uh, I got to meet up with them and talk about Superman, and they, they did a recording. If you uh, would love to hear me talk about Superman with them, go find uh, their podcast. They're on... They're on um, uh, Twitter as Let's Rewatch. Shameless plug. Hey, it's not shameless. It's uh, I'm I'm very proud to plug those guys. They're they're a great group. Uh, what else did I do at San Diego Comic Con? I mean, I our hotel. We got to stay at the the San Diego Hilton Bayfront, and uh, your view was amazing. Our view was amazing. We got to see, we were like looking right onto the city or right onto the gas lamp, but also Hall H line. So like every morning you could look out and be like, okay. This is where the line's at. Uh, I don't need to go get in line just yet. But uh, also, the hillfront or the bayfront is also one of the ones that the the convention puts up a lot of the celebrities at. So, like the Omnia, the Hard Rock, the Marriott, and the bayfront are all the ones that they put the celebrities at. And I saw a lot of celebrities in the bayfront. It was pretty awesome. I got to see. I saw almost the whole cast of. Legends of Tomorrow. I think the only ones I didn't see was Brandon Routh and Katie Lotz. Um, I took a picture with David Harewood, who plays Martian Manhunter. Uh, that was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Like I rode up with I rode up in the elevator with the guy who does the voice of Invader Zim. If That's you're into that cartoon. Crazy. Uh, and the funny thing is, is that I didn't know that he was the voice of Invader Zim. I just knew him as the actor from How I Got Into College, and uh, I believe he was in Hamburger the movie as well. But like, or maybe it was Fast Food the movie. Either way, uh, I because I'm sitting there trying to place him. So then when I got back to my hotel room, because I didn't want to bug him and be like, "Oh, what is it that I know you from?" Because that sucks. That's a terrible yeah. thing to say to a you know a person that that that's working. And uh, when I got back to the hotel room, I looked it up, and I was like, okay, yeah, that was the guy. And then I looked at his uh, – I was like, why Why would he be here? And I looked at his IMDb, and he's the voice of Invader Zim, whatever that character's name. I guess it's just Zim. Yeah, it's Zim. Okay, and then uh, – and I guess they announced that they were bringing the cartoon back. Yeah, they announced that it is coming back, and so, looking forward to it. Are you? So were yeah. you a fan? Yeah, I – watched that kid on or i watched that cartoon as a kid when it was on nick so i've seen probably every episode it's been a while but yeah i've seen it i like the show a lot yeah i remember when it was first on and i was in college i went to the i went to the comic book store a comic book store up in, in tempe and 
the one of the sh- the clerks there was telling me about the show, but then he was like, "But you want to know what the show was based off of, or where it came out of?" Was uh, this comic book called Jimmy the Homicidal Maniac or yes. something like that? Okay, yeah. And the art art kind of looked the same, and I guess the tone was the same, but I I didn't pick that one up either. So I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. So and then it became a kid show. Well, then it became a yeah yeah exactly. Um, there was did, was there anything particular that you saw come out of San Diego Comic Con? Did you like to elaborate? I know we want to talk about the Titans trailer. Yeah. So there, I mean, that's a big controversy, right? Yeah, it's, definitely. It, I don't know about controversy. It's definitely di- divisive. There's there's a lot of people that are uh, not okay with the way that Dick Grayson is being portrayed in that trailer. Right. It's one of the things. I think the other thing is obviously the Starfire. I think that's the other right. part that a lot of people are upset about. Well, uh, one of the things I was upset about, too, Or at least is, the vocal minority. I'm sorry. What you were saying? Uh, one of the things that I'm upset about is um, the special effects with uh, Raven. They look like the Babadook for that Netflix movie. They're just so cheesy and out of place, you know, for it. So really? That took me back a little bit. Okay. I was like, ah, it's too crappy. But yeah, of course, um, you know, the whole fuck Batman line, I kind of think that maybe he's trying to step out of, you know, being Batman's sidekick, and that's one way of, you know, him showing it, but uh, at this point, I don't know why he's not Nightwing and he's still, you know, Robin. Well, I, I definitely think that this is the start of Marv Wolfman's uh, All New Titans, All New Teen Titans book. You know, that's where we get our Judas contract. Yeah. In Judas contract, Dick Grayson's already outside, out of the Robin outfit. He's not wearing the Nightwing outfit yet. He's kind of just like in between. He's like, I don't know if I want to be, I, I should be on the team anymore kind of thing. And they're like, no, you should stay on at least for as a, you know, consultant kind of gig kind of thing. Uh, and then eventually uh, towards the end of, of, Judas contract is when he gets the Nightwing outfit. Okay, but at the beginning of this 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 cycle is when he's like, I'm not, you know, Bruce treats him like a kid, and he's a 18 year old man, 19 year old man, and he's like, I don't want to be, I'm not your kid sidekick anymore. I'm not the boy wonder, you know, you can't treat me like this anymore. I'm I'm a, you know, I'm your partner. I'm not your sidekick kind of thing. And Bruce is like, No, you're always gonna be my kid you're not, you're always going to be our side my sidekick kind of thing you're not equal to me kind of thing so that's when dick gets pissed off to, you know takes off the robin outfit and he's like you know well, he doesn't say fuck you batman but he <laughs> but he definitely in in no uh you know lack of terms says equivalent to that you know he he, right. he kind of spits in his face and i i and obviously you got to upgrade you got to update it for more modern times so true you're gonna get a more angry dick grayson and and i think you're that's probably gonna be the first episode that's gonna be the first episode where he beats up those guys in the alley and and they're like what happened to batman he's like (laughs) fuck batman like this i'm done with this shit kind of thing yeah so uh that i can look past the whole starfire thing i i really don't care i i starfire has never been to care like this is not my titans team like my titans team (laughs) is more of the original crew so you know your wonder girls your speedy your kid flash stuff like that i know that teen titans cartoon and then the teen titans go like it was a huge hit with with just about everybody right just not me so that's where i'm at 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I got introduced to Teen Titans because of the Cartoon Network show, so you know that's the Titan cast that I know. Right, no, and that's completely understandable. And I think that the the one thing that's really going to sell me, and we didn't get to see it in the trailer, is the transformations of Beast Boy. Right. What his what is his transformation? That's what's going to get if in the first episode or the first second episode when he turns into a Falcon for the first time, whatever that's what's going to be I'm going to be either be like well that's cheesy and I don't want really to watch the rest of the show or that's going to be I, I like that I'm going to want to watch the rest of the show and I know a majority of the people did say that it was probably going to be like Amaya from Legends of Tomorrow and it, I hope it's not yeah I hope it's not that too uh, I was talking to someone else about this so I mean obviously in the trailer he's not all green right whether or not that's going to be the way that it's going to be for the rest of the show I have no clue but I would like to see Gar himself be green. I would like Garfield. Yes, Garfield. Yeah, right. Garfield Logan. Garfield Logan. I always, I always get that mixed up because I think of Logan as being a first name and yes. it's his last name. But yeah, I, I always think of Gar being being all green. So I, I want that to be. I want that to happen. But I don't. I don't feel like the animals that he changes into need to be all green. Like to me, that's not a big thing. That's not right. a. That's not a thing. I mean, it, for anybody else, that's fine. Like if you if that's a staple for you for Beast Boy, like you you see a green bear running around or a green gorilla, then more power to you. I just <laughs> feel like that like a regular colored animal is is just fine. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what what ends up happening. Like they, we we have Gorilla Grodd in Flash, right? Yeah. There, there's no reason why you can't have a good looking. Uh, Garfield as a gorilla or or as a bear kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, another thing I did want to add uh, from watching the preview, I was thinking, what if um, for for Beast Boy, what if they have like some sort of device built for him that allows him to blend in, be like a normal human, just have a skin tone? Oh yeah, that's exactly what I think is going to be is is happening in that. I think you have a it's going to be some kind of image inducer that allows garfield to, to not have green skin and uh, uh starfire to not have orange skin like so that they can right. walk around in public and not be noticed as much right and then uh, even then uh from the preview when starfire starfire uses her power she actually turns the orange, orange. yeah you can yeah. definitely see that happen in the trailer so and one of the things I thought about the whole Raven, like using her power set I definitely got a American Horror Story vibe off of it not so much a Babadook but uh, and to me, I just feel like that's what they were going for, and I'm okay with it. But <laughs> okay. once again, I don't know. It 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 could go any way with me at this point. I could. I um, know I'm going to be getting that that DCU app though, because yeah. uh, it sounds. I mean, it's what 7.99 a month. If you do the whole year in advance for 74.99, you can get an a, three, three three free months. months. Yeah, three months for free. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. Um. Anything else about Titans that you wanted to talk about? That's pretty much pretty much it. Uh, oh, I, I just saw... Uh, why did they have to use the goddamn Zack Snyder filter? Oh, uh, I don't know. You'd think they would want to go away from that since everything else is. And that, I want to tell you that. Watching the, the DC trailers in the Warner Brothers panel for uh shazam aquaman and the not trailer but footage that they showed of wonder woman they are definitely going the opposite direction from Zack snyder good everything is everything is super bright i honestly i think they overcorrected like aquaman is super bright like mirror's hair is like super red super red uh wonder woman's outfit in this footage they showed us is like super color like it pops it really does 
uh, Shazam, I'm really looking forward to. I think that trailer looked hilarious, and I'm okay with that because Shazam is supposed to be kind of a funny character. Right. It's and a I'm, kid yes. parading around as an adult superhero. Like, yeah. of course he's going to be silly. Yeah, and him discovering his powers was just another. That, amazing that was thing. a good scene, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't wait to see that movie. And Zachary, Zachary Levi, just funny guy. Yeah, all around funny guy. Um, so, uh, I want to go over to some of the CW shows that we we normally talk about. Uh, Legends tomorrow. What'd you think of that trailer? That was awesome. Um, just I kind of felt like it was a little bit of a teaser though didn't give out too much but then again I know that you don't like your trailers giving out you know the entire plot so. right yeah I don't want the trailers to give out the entire plot I think with a especially and it's a little difficult with a show because they're gonna you know they I, I assume they don't even have that much footage shot yet right for, for the show so uh, that was a lot of what you see in that is probably the first and second episode but it does definitely looks like we're gonna be diving a lot into uh, uh, magic Right, magic again, and then uh, time traveling again. Well, well, yeah, you're yeah. definitely gonna have time travel. <laughs> uh, some new new characters, I think we saw in there. Yeah, and, definitely. and definitely a lot of uh, our our old favorites. It looked like Gary, Agent Gary, it's might be getting a bigger role. A bigger role, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan coming in as a Constantine. Constantine as a regular. That's gonna be great. Um. Did we we didn't see did we see Amaya in that trailer we at all? S- well it was only in the season three footage yeah the stuff that that recapped from right. before but we know she's coming back right we know she's coming back with the maybe, actresses maybe it's a little bit later in the season maybe I can see that and then um, yeah you're right too they probably don't have that much footage either because uh, a week before San Diego Comic Con that's uh. The actress who plays Zari, she mm-hmm. posted a picture of uh, everybody in the in the hippie gear. The hippie gear, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're definitely. We already know about those CW shows. They 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 shoot pretty close to air dates. Yeah. Yeah. So. Don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> I think that's just the the that's just the um, the 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 unfortunate happenstance of having to shoot a show that has that many episodes. It's true because uh, there's only so much time in. The, I mean, it takes. A, I, I believe it takes about a week to do one episode. So Damn. if you're doing 23 episodes, well, Legends Tomorrow doesn't do 23, but like yeah, Flash they, and Arrow do, and right. Supergirl. But if you're doing 23 episodes and it takes a week to do each one, that's that's half of your year already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's true. Uh, and that's just shooting. I think you probably still have to do editing and post. special effects and posts and stuff like that. So yeah, it, they don't get a lot of downtime on those shows. No. So uh, yeah, Legends Tomorrow looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun once again. Uh, definitely, definitely up there is my my favorite show of the CW shows. Same here. Yeah, never, never. It doesn't get boring. It does not get boring. Um, what about the Supergirl trailer? Supergirl, um, I didn't know that Wentworth Miller was actually going to be in Supergirl. No, Sam Witwer. Oh, Sam Wentworth. Witwer. Witworth. Witwer. Witwer. There you go. Okay, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> so Sam Witwer, um, have you ever seen the show called Being Human? I've heard about it. Okay. Did you watch all those animated Star Wars shows? 
Uh, I saw Clone Wars when it was, uh, you know, not the CG when I was actually drawings. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, I know he's the voice of Darth Maul in okay. one of those shows. I don't know if it's Rebels or Clone Wars. It might be. I think it might be both, actually, because oh. you find out that he's still Darth Maul, still alive. So. Okay. Uh, then, and he's also he's also the person that they base the look off of, and he does the voice of the character in the Star Wars Unleashed video games. Oh, that's badass. So Sam Witwer, he used to he was on Smallville for a little while as Doomsday. Um, he was, uh, believe it or not, um, the soldier that. Uh, the soldier zombie that Andy Lincoln runs into in the first episode of The Walking Dead inside the tank. Really? Yeah. Okay. And um, between season one and two, they did a uh, online miniseries, and it was there were five character. minute segments, and it was like him getting to how he got to the tank. Wow. Yeah. So you looked him up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, that's Sam Witwer. He's he's been doing genre stuff for a very long time, and I he's gonna be playing Agent Liberty in uh uh supergirl season four yes 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 Yes. season four uh so he is going to be one of the main antagonists for the season he is a vigilante he is very much against the aliens coming to our world uh migrating here as so to be so to speak and causing destruction destruction uh, you know, so it's it's gonna be him versus Supergirl, I think, a lot. Damn. We also know that because at the end of season three, three, we saw the Russian Supergirl, Supergirl or at least the version, the other half of Supergirl going up to the Russian base. base. Yeah, I guess is a good word to put it. Uh, so Red Daughter will be coming around more than likely. Yeah, and. I don't. The end of that trailer ends with a person in a somewhat bodysuit or uh, astronaut suit, something looking. What if that's Red Daughter? It could be Red Daughter, but why would she be wearing an S? She should be wearing a sickle. That's true. They're hammer and sickle. The other thing that I could think is that it is Superwoman. Okay. So. Lois Lane? Well, that's. No, it's not Lois Lane. In the New 52 universe, I want to say, okay. there was a Superwoman. Uh, and then, oh, then they also had, I believe they had, uh, who was it that they had become, was it Lana? Lana Lang became Superwoman. I think she got powers. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I doubt it's going to be Lana, but it, I, I think, because her costume definitely looks like Superwoman to me. Okay. The, the costume that they showed. So I don't know. Anything about we saw we saw yeah. Emra in there we saw we, we saw Monel there we, we saw, saw Brainy there because oh that's right because Wynn was the one that had to go to the future to solve the problem right and it turns out that he's actually going back to Broadway <laughs> and right well in real life yes he's yeah. going back to Broadway but uh, this preview definitely did look a lot darker than you know previous previews. yeah you're right. Uh, I'm kind of interested, a little bit more interested in what's going to be going on this season. Yeah. Same here, and uh, Alex got a haircut. And Alex got a haircut, <laughs> that's right. Uh, do you think we're going to see any of um, uh, fucking Rain, but her human identity? I forget, Samantha. 
Oh, I don't know. Sam and, and Rose. Rosie? Was uh, it Rose? Rose? No, Ruby. Ruby, thank you. Yeah, Sam and Ruby. You think we're going to get any of them? We, we definitely right. saw some more Lena. Yeah, I mean, they are all still BFF, so we yeah. might see them. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, I, I'm definitely intrigued after that trailer. Yeah. Flash. What did you think of the Flash trailer? I, I just want to know who the hell the guy at the end of the yeah the right. Is. I, at first, I thought it was I thought it was going I thought it was another version of Zoom. Yeah, that's because what it I know like. in the comic books, Zoom carries around a staff with a lightning bolt on it. But right. from what I've been reading, it's not Zoom. It's someone else completely. I just don't know who it is. I wonder if they're gonna try and make their own villain again, or if. Uh somebody from the comics that's you know like a c c villain and you know could definitely be that giving him modern look but modern i mean we just don't want another we don't want another speedster villain though right I, we went away from a speedster villain last season and i thought it worked out pretty well for them yeah at least for the most part uh i don't I, maybe he's gonna be someone that like can suck up lightning or something so steal Absorb energy yeah steal the flash's powers uh, I, I mean, the biggest ramification right now is uh, Nora being there. They're yeah. uh, Barry and Iris's daughter, who she refers to herself as XS in the yes. trailer, which I think is interesting because technically XS in the comic book is Barry's granddaughter. Uh, so that would have been Bart's sister or half sister or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting that they went with XS uh, and made it into their daughter. I mean, you were right when you said it's XS, but... I did throw uh, they, that out there. They just combined, again, characters now, into one. Also, I want to say is that, you know, what was it, Berlanti that kept coming out and saying no one has guessed who it is yet online? Right. Said, Someone had to have said Barry and Iris' daughter at some point, right? Right. It only makes sense. Maybe they just couldn't figure out the name for her. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. no one said Nora. Like, how are we supposed to know that you're going to name her Nora? You just pull the name... I mean, it's not pulled it out of thin air. It's it's obviously Barry's mother's name, right. but yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Someone had must have said, you know, Barry's daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's, at some point, someone online had to have said that. Uh, so yeah, that's. It, we're, I don't know. Does she need training to use her powers? Because she she knew exactly what to do to help save the day at the end of the season, just like her father did, just like Barry did, or. You know, she's the one that ended up helping him push the satellite into place. Right. The, 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 I guess the biggest question is, you know, she says, I screwed up. So how did she screw up? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Excuse me. I would assume that just coming back in time is screwing up. Like, because we know, because Barry says, don't try and travel anymore. That's a bad thing. But, but she, I mean, shouldn't she there. be able to, you know, run to back to the her current past? But see, maybe her current her current past our future doesn't exist anymore oh, or the future true. that she came from i don't know or maybe she created her own flashpoint maybe she created <laughs> her own flashpoint that's a that's a good point uh so i don't know it it once again the flash i think is going to either wow me or disappoint me I like hope there's no in between but we are getting uh elongated man back so yep. that's, I, I i it's already looking up Yes. Best part of the sh uh, last season. Best part of last season. Uh, then Arrow. Arrow trailer. He's in he's, club fed. He is in prison. Supermax prison. Uh, 
yeah, it, it looks like everybody's kind of like having to deal with the fact that that Ollie's in there, and then the fact that Ollie is essentially having to fight for his life while in prison because everybody knows you're the Green Arrow. Everybody's gonna be coming at you, right? Right. So it, you know, it's not so great for him. Do you, how long do you think he stays in the prison throughout the season? Like we already see from the trailer that he's been in there for quite a bit, right? That's actually a really good question. I mean, as we've seen in past episode or past past seasons of CW uh, DC shows, all the ramp, all the things that happened at the end of the last season get solved in the first episode of the next season, right. which was terrible. So, um, somebody, I think it was on his on his Instagram or might have been on his Twitter, uh, went to Stephen Amell. Was like, oh, you know, I figured out it's going to be three episodes, and he started spreading the rumor. And Stephen Amell said, "Is like, no, it's not three episodes. Good. So there's hope." Uh, there's hope that that is awesome yeah we definitely want it to be a lot longer so that you know we can have this character growth if it needs to be but uh this this preview actually did give out a lot so it's hard to determine you know the time frame he's been in prison i mean yeah i think it's also interesting you know last season of flash we had barry in prison for a good amount of time this season in arrow we're gonna have ollie in prison for a good amount of time and uh, we definitely see a lot of past villains showing up to greet Ollie, to, so to speak, in prison. Bronze Tiger. We saw Bronze Tiger. So I, I think, I honestly think that they're gonna they're gonna change him up though. I think he's gonna end up being a good guy. Michael like, J. White. Michael J. White as Bronze Tiger is going to help out Ollie while in prison instead of try and fight him. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe they'll break out together. Maybe, maybe. There's no Waller. There's no Waller to pull right. out the Suicide Squad. So, but I really liked your idea that you you know you mentioned last time the whole uh, ta- Task Force X. Right. That would be awesome. That would be cool if they were like, oh, well, someone else like starts up the Task Force X and like, oh, Ollie, you can you can uh, lead the team for us. Then that'd be great. Yeah, especially since uh, Ricardo Diaz is out. Maybe him and the. Uh, Crap! Uh, the bowmen or what were they called? Long longbow hunters. Longbow hunters. That is, that's right. We did we did mention that last season. So that's going to be a thing that happens this season. Yeah, causing chaos and they we need them all to take them out. Yeah, uh, we can we can wait to see something like that happen. Yeah. Uh, Black Lightning. This didn't really have a trailer. Yeah, it was just a whole season one recap, and yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, it was weird. So. Anything you want to say about season two at this moment? Uh, how many of those uh, metas and the cases survive and how many of them are going to be good guys and how many of them will be bad guys? That is a very good question. And, and is Static Shock in one of those cases? I mean, they kept focusing on that one tube, so yeah. fingers crossed. Right? Okay. Um, the Gifted. You watched the trailer for that. Now, you didn't watch the first season. I did not. I recapped a lot of the episodes when we were talking about it. Um... I think that the second season obviously focuses a lot on Polaris and her being very, very super pregnant. Uh, I don't know if what they're implying is that the baby is amping up her powers or the fact that the contractions from the pregnancy is making it so that she loses control of her powers because you see her powers go pretty wonky throughout the whole trailer. Yeah. Uh, It looks like the son of the... uh, What's the, the family's name? It's the... Uh, Vaughn something. They were the... Anyways, the family that, that we were following in the first season. 
uh, the son in that family is, de- is definitely going over to the dark side, so to speak. Uh, the daughter is hanging out more with Blink. So you got that going. Blink and... Yeah, Blink. Not not Psylocke. No. Right? No. It's Blink, right? Yeah. Why do I keep thinking Psylocke? She's not in the, sh- in the show. No, she's okay. not in the show. All right. Uh, yeah, Blink. Um, uh, we saw a lot of John Proudstar. Uh, Is he like the leader of the group? Th- th- Thunderbird. No, that's the Native American on the group that he's he, t- he takes off his shirt a lot in that trailer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know exactly know what's going on with this character. He's probably my favorite character from the first season. Like He was the one that was most interesting to me. Um, we saw a lot of the Sunspot character, which he's not Sunspot, but he's obviously supposed to be Sunspot. He's the one that is in love with uh, Polaris and, and knocked her up. So uh, he's probably trying to fight for his child throughout this this trailer. I don't know. I don't know. It could be good. could be bad. I wasn't too impressed with the first season, really, all that much. The uh, special effects looked really good. The special effects looked a lot better this time around. I'll give you. I'll give them that. So... Hopefully that was just that wasn't just all first season that they pumped a lot of money into or first episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> uh, over at San Diego Comic Con, they had a lot to do with Legion. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't watched any of season two, so I didn't yeah, go to I... any of the stuff going on with uh, Legion at San Diego Comic Con. They had this whole event, or I'm sorry, what they're called now is activations. So the things that are outside of the the con that anybody from the public can go to, uh, there was this thing that you could, it, it said, uh, go into the mind of an insane person. And apparently what you could do is you, you crawl through this like passageway and then inside was this dome and all kinds of crazy stuff was going on in there. I didn't go through it though. Uh, from what I understand, because I think I saw an article earlier today saying that... Uh, was it what's his what's his name david um no dan dan stevens yeah uh he said something about uh legion being dead and not dead at the end of season two so so okay yeah whatever that means we didn't we didn't watch the show so we don't know purgatory (laughs) maybe maybe um like I said, I went to Iron Fist. I was really surprised when I went to the Iron Fist panel. They didn't have... I was really... like They showed us a lot of footage from the from the se- season two of Iron Fist. But I honestly thought that they were going to at least have some type of announcement or bring out Daredevil for season three at the end, like Charlie Cox or whoever. Maybe show us a little footage from that, but they didn't. Ooh. They didn't show us any footage from Punisher season two, which I know is shooting too, uh, which I was very surprised about. Um, but yeah, I was uh, kind of disappointed that we didn't see anything like that. I can't remember who, but uh, somebody I was talking to up in Phoenix was pretty much. Uh, I think from now on, um, they're just gonna save everything for D twenty three. But see, the thing is that the Marvel TV shows, the Netflix Marvel TV shows, didn't have a presence at D twenty three last year oh. or the last time. Yeah, it was last year when I went. Uh, the Marvel Studio stuff, yes. The Marvel's Disney Channel cartoon stuff, animated stuff, yes. Those all had presence, but not the Netflix shows. So I was surprised that we didn't see more huh. of the Netflix shows. 
Uh, but then again, we didn't see a lot of Netflix shows in general. Like, I think there was a Disenchantment um, panel, but they didn't have a Stranger Things panel. They didn't have an Altered Carbon panel. Um, things that I would assume they would want to do. Or Orange is the New Black, I think they had before, but they didn't have one. Um, there was a lot of footage from Iron Fist Season 2, and... It seems like maybe one of the things that we're going to have to deal with... I don't know. Did you ever finish season one of Iron Fist? I don't think I did. No. Uh, I don't know if you saw the guy that was kind of Danny's buddy from uh, Kung Lung. Yeah. The other guy that was uh, also going up for the the power of the Iron Fist. Yes. Uh, We get to see the whole fight between the two of them. Oh, shit. That uh, that made it so that Danny became the the person that had to go fight the dragon to get the power of the Iron Fist. So that was pretty. That was a pretty cool thing. It seems like he's going to be a bigger part of the season too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Colleen Wing and um, uh, Misty Missy. Knight are going to be a bigger part of the season, and which definitely goes into a lot of uh, Daughters of the Dragon stuff. Uh, Typhoid Mary was the big announcement, played by Alice Eve. I don't know if you know who Alice Eve is. I definitely have a huge crush on her. Uh, she was in She's Out of My League. She was in uh, with uh, Jay Baruchel. She was in uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, the one with Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan. Uh, she was in an episode of Black Mirror, the one with Bryce Dallas Howard about... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, she yeah. was the one that was getting married. So that's going to be exciting. Typhoid Mary is an interesting character. She's got multiple personalities, and uh, she's a mutant, and she uh, kind—I think she sets things on fire at some points. But they're definitely focusing on her fighting ability in this season. So that's going to be interesting. That sounds awesome. Uh, I don't know. There. I mean, other than that, I don't know what else to talk about for San Diego Comic Con. We have a few news items we want to talk about. Uh, speaking of Typhoid Mary, Doom Patrol over on the DCU is going brought in um, the character of Cra- Crazy Jane is going to be played by the actress Diane Guerrero, uh, most notably from Orange is the New Black. Once again, another character and reason I brought up the whole uh, Typhoid Mary is because this character also is multiple personalities. It says here that she has... Uh, 64 distinct personalities and each one can manifest a different superpower. Sounds like pretty much the same uh, uh, power set. Yeah. I, I don't think Typhoid Mary has 64 different personalities, but yeah. Um, that's the one thing about Doom Patrol. It's it's kind of kind of think X-Men, but a little bit more dark. Okay. Like these are all these, since it's the DC universe, these are the people that don't fit in with the rest of the superhero universe. They kind of are outcasts, or at least outcasts themselves. And uh, they're brought together by, I think what his name is, Niles Cauldron, the, the professor or the doctor or something like that. Oh, it can't be the doctor. He must be the professor. Or no, Chief. That's what he's called. He's called Chief. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that seems like it's it's shaping up to be pretty big big one of their shows. Uh, let's see. I think they. Oh, that was another thing. San Diego Comic Con. Jeff Johns announced another one of the DC Universe's live action shows that that, that they're going to be developing. Uh, Star Girl, based off the character that he created for the Justice Society of America. Uh, and if you don't know the backstory to that character, the character of Star Girl, Courtney Whitney, Courtney Whit Whitmore, Whitmore, 
is based off of his sister, his younger sister, who passed away in the TW-600 flight, I believe it was called. It was the TWA uh, flight that, that went down in the ocean. Like they, I don't know if they that... They found it? No, they found it. They just... I don't think they ever... At least I don't remember them saying what it was that happened, why the sh- why the plane went down, but yeah, he made it, he made that character in her in her honor and became a very huge character. Damn. So she's going to be getting her own show, which uh, he said would definitely open up a doorway to the Justice Society of America becoming a thing. Okay. So that I'm excited about that. So that will go on with uh, Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, Young Justice season three, Outsiders, and the Harley Quinn. Cartoon animated show. Those are right. all the shows that are. Forget about the Harley Quinn one. Yeah, I, I I tend to forget about that one too. Also talking about Supergirl, we have uh, Rona Mitra is going to be playing Mercy Graves, Lex Luthor's bodyguard, personal assistant that you see in a lot of uh, the animated series, the animated movies. She was in the the Batman v Superman that Luthor obviously sacrificed her to the explosion. Right. Like uh, Mercy, yeah. So she was a android too, wasn't she? Not in in Batman v Superman. Not in Batman v Superman, no. but in like uh, the Batman the animated series or not series, but the, Batman the animated or sorry, <laughs> in the DC animated movies, she okay. is she is one, uh, or at least part. She might be a cyborg. I don't know if she's an android or not. Um, yeah, it's gonna be played by Rona Mitra. Uh, definitely an actress you've seen many times. Uh, she was in the the Underworld prequel that was like the third one, Rise I believe. Rise of the Lycans. Rise of the Lycans, yeah. Uh, she was kind of the one that stepped in to be the character that was like... Uh, like um, Selena? Selene, yeah. Selene, yeah. Yeah, so... But she's got other stuff. She was in the movie Doomsday. She was in uh, most recent... Or she was in Shooter. Uh, she's got a lot of things. A lot of things under her belt. So it's going to be interesting to see her show up in that. Also, with um, Supergirl, they announced that they were bringing in the first transgendered uh, superhero. Right. I read about that. She's going to be portraying a a character that they made up for the show, not based in the comic books, but but I guess maybe loosely based on the Legion character of Dreamer, if I understand correctly. Uh, I believe Dreamer just has a power of precognition like she dreams things and they kind of come true okay if i remember correctly so so that's a big big thing for the trans community to see representation on the screen go them uh like we talked about the the titans trailer uh then we also got lock and key which lock and key is a tv show has been up and down for so long it's been in limbo it's been in uh, limbo for quite a while and then we we now we talked about this earlier in the summer that hulu even though they had they had produced a pilot they decided to pass on the show so carlton cues and uh joe hill uh joe hill being the creator of lock and key and carlton hughes being the showrunner uh famously the showrunner one of the showrunners for lost um they took the pilot over to Netflix to see if, hey, Netflix would want to pick it up. And Netflix went ahead and said, yes, yes, we do. We'd like to do your show. However, they are scrapping everything they had from the pilot. They are getting Ooh. rid of the actors that were in that, that episode, and they are having them rewrite the whole show. So they wow. picked up the show, but they are making them start over. So I, I feel kind of bad for the actors that were 
you know cast in the Hulu version of it, but they are totally going in an opposite an- another direction. Damn. Uh, but yeah, over at Netflix, which you know Netflix uh, is doing all the things. Yes, they're accepting just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which you know brings us to wrapping up for this show. Now, right now, none of our regular shows are going. We we have been talking about uh preacher and cloak and dagger and i think cloak and dagger might be over i think yeah i think it might have ended this past week so next week when we get back to our regular schedule and and uh you know being able to watch things we will catch you up on cloak and dagger and catch you up on preacher because we love talking about preacher and i am excited about preacher so uh anything else you want to talk about anything else you wanted to add daniel oh um Tara Strong, uh, who voices for Raven in uh, the original Teen Titans cartoon and then in uh, Raven and Teen Titans Go, Mm -hmm. has stated um, that if the Teen Titans Go, the movie, um, does well enough in the box office that they will give the original Teen Titans a a sixth and final season. So if you went and saw Teen Titans Go to the movies, yes, you would have seen in their mid credit. Uh, stinger uh, scene a version like essentially static up on the screen they're trying to tune it in and all of a sudden you see the Teen Titans the the animated version of the Teen Titans before Teen Titans go yes so that was kind of your hint that hey we're trying to work on this thing we're trying to make this happen and they've pretty much um Robin just says we found a way back and then transmission ends. Transmission ends. So did you look up what the what they did at the box office this past weekend? I have not. Did, so you don't know if they did well enough to or if anybody said anything that they did well enough to get this sixth season. It, uh, however, I will tell you this right now. The thing I did look up, it's um, the second highest rated uh, DC movie on Rotten Tomatoes since the Nolan movies. So that's, really? Yes. So that's how great of a you know critical response it has. Okay. So, uh, I mean, that's at least something. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to you know waste your time and uh, your brain cells, you can always just buy a movie ticket for the movie and just don't go. <laughs> that's mean, one way of supporting it. That is, that is definitely one way of supporting it. But if you're already buying a ticket, you might as well go see the movie. It's only an hour and a half. It is only an hour and a half. I thought it was great. <laughs> I will hold my opinion. <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely you know give that a try because give it give it a go because we want more things. It, I, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. You get more things. I mean, I know that they're kind of holding us hostage over this, but I mean, I do want the original Teen Titans series to you know close. Yeah. An ending. Yeah, of course. I mean, do do you know how the fifth season ended? What? Why is it that they need a, a sixth final season? So pretty much um, the way that Cartoon Network ended the movie, or uh, I'm sorry, the um, the series was with the movie where they go to Tokyo. Uh, but even then, it's still kind of left like on a cliffhanger. So obviously, there's more to be explored. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. That's a or guys and girls, listeners, audience members, whoever. That's going to be our show for today. We will get back into watching stuff and talking about it next week, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, barring any terrible things happening, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you want to get a hold of me and talk to me about any of the things that we talked about, if you just want me to recount some of the stuff I did to San Diego Comic Con, I will do that for you. 
Reach me on Twitter at agent. Nope. I'm not agent of the bat anymore. I am at Mitchipedia G-E-R. Uh, Daniel is also on Twitter as super commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. And GeekEliteRadio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, always remember to geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.